Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. So when you're raising money for a deal and you think that securities law does not apply to you because you think it's a JV, a joint venture, that is what's going to land you in legal trouble the most. So that's the most common way people break the law in a sense and don't follow sec guidelines best ever listeners before today's episode i want to invite you to join us in keystone colorado february 20th through 22nd it is the 2020 best ever conference and not only do i want to invite you to join us i want to invite you to earn 15 percent for every ticket that you're responsible for selling should you join as an affiliate for the conference Great way to earn money, and also, if you're planning on attending, great way to pay for your ticket, essentially. You get enough sales. So you can go to BEC20.com, and in the top left corner, it says earn 15% as an affiliate. You can click that, join the affiliate program, and you got all the resources that you need to share the good word about the Best Ever Conference in Keystone, Colorado. And we will be talking more about this on future episodes. But for now, go check out BEC20.com and that affiliate page. You can earn 15% as an affiliate, and we will see you in Keystone, Colorado. There needed to be a resource on apartment syndication that not only talked about each aspect of the syndication process, but how to actually do each of the things and go into it in detail. And we thought, hey, why not make it free too? That's why we launched Syndication School, and Theo Hicks will go through a particular aspect of apartment syndication on today's episode and get into the details of how to do that particular thing. Enjoy this episode, and for more on apartment syndication and how to do things, go to apartmentsyndication.com or to learn more about the Apartment Syndication School go to syndicationschool.com so you can listen to all the previous episodes. Hi, best of your listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Syndication School series, a free resource focused on the how-tos of apartment syndication. As always, I am your host, Theo Hicks. Each week, every Wednesday and Thursday, we release two Syndication School episodes on the best real estate investing advice ever show on iTunes. And for the... Majority of these series, the focus on a specific aspect of the apartment syndication investment strategy, we offer a free resource. These are PowerPoint presentations. These are Excel template calculators. These are how-to guides. 
You can download these free documents as well as listen to past Syndication School series at syndicationschool.com. And in this episode, we are going to focus on how to raise money illegally. So we're going to talk about what happens if you don't raise money illegally, and then some context, we're going to talk about how to actually make sure you are raising money legally. So when you are raising capital, you are going to be regulated by the SEC, and you must adhere to their guidelines. If you fail to adhere to their guidelines, you are susceptible to fines, to lawsuits, and potentially even jail time. And sure enough, the SEC's main source of revenue comes from pursuing syndicators who break their rules. So their financial incentive to find syndicators who are not adhering to their guidelines. So a few years ago, we had a conversation with a securities attorney on the podcast who broke down exactly what happens when you don't raise money illegally and then a test that you can perform in order to determine if you are adhering to the SEC guidelines. So in addition to the SEC fines and potential jail time, the lawsuits are things that will come from your investors. So if you're not doing right by your investors and you break the SEC guidelines and you get sued, well, your investors are going to be exhibit A in court. So if you make a mistake and you do not follow SEC guidelines and your investor wants their money back, there is some sort of falling out and you don't want to give them the money back, well, they're going to use you breaking the guidelines in court when they sue you as evidence in order to get their money back. So in order to avoid the wrath of both your investors and the SEC, the thing you need to do is avoid making the biggest legal mistake that this security attorney comes across, which is not understanding the difference between a security and a joint venture or JV. So this security attorney said, I often hear people say to me, well, if I just use a joint venture agreement or call it a joint venture, then that's not securities and I'm in the clear. And she said how she's been to, to seminars where people say that there's really no difference between JV and selling a security and you can kind of just do whatever you want. And obviously that's not true and that's not the type of advice that you want to hear. So when you're raising money for a deal and you think that securities law does not apply to you because you think it's a JV, a joint venture... That is what's going to land you in legal trouble the most. So that's the most common way people break the law in a sense and don't follow SEC guidelines. And if you're thinking about just making a JV, even though you know it's not, it's not worth it. It is worth paying the extra money to register as a security, work with a securities attorney, create the PPM, and things like that. So that's kind of the context, but here's how to make sure you're raising money legally. And there's actually a four-prong test. And it's commonly referred to as the Howey test. So you can look that up, H-O-W-E-Y test. And there's four prongs. And if these prongs apply to your situation, if these prongs apply to your business plan, what you plan on doing with the capital that you raise with your deal, then you must adhere to the SEC securities laws, which means you should find a securities attorney for your deal. So... Here is the four-prong Howey test that you should use to help you differentiate between a security and a joint venture. So the first prong is investment of money. So this will be a given since you are raising money from investors. You're taking that money and using it to buy the deal. So if you're raising money from investors, you're getting an investment of money from someone else. 
That's probably number one, which you're checking out the list right off the bat. Number two is expectation of profit. So are the people who are investing this money expecting a profit in return? And for apartment syndications, that profit is going to be the preferred return, some sort of profit split. So again, another check. Your investors expect to make money, which is why they're investing with you in the first place. So this will also apply to your syndication if you're raising money for apartment deals. Number two. Is there more than one investor? This is called a common enterprise. So this doesn't mean, do you have one investor? If you have only one investor, period, you and that investor form the common enterprise. So do you have more than one investor in the deal? Are you raising capital for more than just one person? And then the fourth prong is through the efforts of a promoter. So this is the prong that mainly differentiates the security from a joint venture. So if you are doing all the work and your investors aren't doing any of the work, then it qualifies as a security. So is the expectation of profits coming through the efforts of a promoter or is the person investing in the deal also having another active role in the deal? That's the thing that differentiates between security and the joint venture. So if you are taking an investment of money from someone who has an expectation of profit, you're raising money from multiple people, and these multiple people do not have an active involvement in the deal, it qualifies as a security. And if it qualifies as a security, then it is an investment contract and you are required to follow SEC guidelines. And according to the SEC, the definition of an investment contract is an investment of money. Again, this is basically the Howey test written out in sentence form. So an investment of money, which is prong number one, and a common enterprise, which is prong number three, with an expectation of profit, which is prong number two, based solely on the efforts of the promoter, which is number four. So for more information on the differences between the security and the joint venture, I included a link in the show notes that you can click on. It's entitled Joint Ventures or Security. What's the difference? And then, of course, we always have to say this as a disclaimer. I'm not an attorney. Joe's not an attorney. No one as a part of our team is an attorney. So whenever you are in this area of is it a security, is it a joint venture, any decision that could potentially result in legal action against you, make sure that you're consulting with a securities attorney. And we actually did a syndication school series on how to find your team. And one of the best ways to find a securities attorney is it's going to be through a referral from someone else who's using that securities attorney. Or when you've made the main members of your team, your property management company, your real estate broker, things like that, you can ask them for a referral because you're most likely going to be using. And it's ideal to use a property management company who has experience with syndicators or at least with apartment investors, right? You're not going to want to use a single-family property management company on a 100-unit apartment deal. So they're more than likely going to know at least a handful of securities attorneys and just make sure you interview them, make sure that they are experienced with apartment syndications and not some other type of security when you are hiring them. And obviously make sure you've got a good connection with them when you speak with them on the phone as well. So just to summarize, when you are raising money for deals, You want to make sure that you are avoiding fines from the SEC. You are not setting yourself up to lose potential lawsuits against your investors. 
And, of course, you're not going to end up having to go to jail for making a mistake, whether it was your fault or not. In order to do that, you need to understand whether you are regulated by the SEC or not. In order to determine if you're regulated by the SEC, you want to walk through the four-pronged Howey test, which is, is there an investment of money? Is there an expectation of profit? Is there more than one investor? And is everything done through the efforts of a promoter? If the answer is yes to all four of these questions, you are regulated by the SEC and must adhere to their guidelines, their rules. And of course, if you are regulated by the SEC, make sure you're working with a securities attorney to cover all of your bases. So that concludes this episode. To listen to the other syndication school series about the how-tos of apartment syndications and to download all of those free resources that we have, visit syndicationschool.com. Thank you for listening, and tomorrow on Syndication School, we are going to talk about how to communicate with your investors when something goes majorly wrong at your property. So how do you communicate that to your investors properly? We're going to talk about that tomorrow. Until then, best of your listeners, thanks for tuning in. Have a best ever day, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Best ever listeners, go to BEC20.com. Look in the top left-hand corner. You can earn 15% as an affiliate. You can join the affiliate program and participate in the conference that way and basically earn a free ticket to the conference, BEC20.com. Are you ready to close more deals and officially seal your financial freedom? The Dwellin Show with Ola Dantis discloses the most innovative real estate investing strategies to kickstart your quest to financial freedom. Go listen at www.dwellyn.com forward slash show. That's dot com forward slash show.